Hey guys, what's up? Logan here, stepping in real quick before the episode to let you know again, our live show is June 25th at 6 p.m. at the Tiny Pond Theater. Tickets are still available. You can either call the theater or you can DM us on our social medias to get said ticket. It's 12 bucks. Uh, there's a bar next door. After the show, we're going to hang out with everyone there and, and have some fun. And then like during the first half hour before the show starts, maybe like a, a quick Q&A and stuff to help you know, get people filled in and stuff. If you are planning on coming, please show up a little early. Uh, the venue has some great food there. Uh, be sure to support them. They're they're helping us out a ton by allowing us to host the show. Give our support back to them by, you know, having, you know, people come in and get their food and get their, their drinks and stuff. They have a lot of great stuff. They have smoothies and cool sandwiches and bagels and stuff and ice cream. So please, if you're planning on coming, stop by early, get some food. Enjoy the show. We're going to hang out afterwards. It's going to be a ton of fun, guys. Again, call the theater or DM us. $12 for a ticket to Makoka to Iowa at the Tiny Pond Theater, June 25th. Uh, one other quick little, little thing, because um, we forgot to do plugs in this episode. I'm going to do a quick little plug here. Uh, if you could rate us five stars on iTunes or on Apple Podcasts, that'd be fantastic. Haven't gotten a five-star review in a while. Uh, if you leave a review with a five-star review, I will read it on the air. So here we go. I'm going to read... Uh, one of our very first ever five-star reviews, the show, I'm a man of my word. This is from KevBW309. I'm pretty sure that's Kevin Weaver, one of our patrons. Thank you, Kevin, for being the first one to ever rate our show also. Although this is a new podcast. Yeah, that's, that's how long ago it was. Uh, two years ago he left this. Although this is a new podcast, it takes no time opening up and making you laugh. I love it. Wish it came up more frequently. Sounds great. Or great sound quality as well. More frequently, um, God. I don't know if I could do a weekly D&D podcast with how much I edit this, but the thought, the thought's there. That'd be fun to do someday, maybe, if we get big and successful. Uh, so, if you want to help us become big and successful, rate us five stars on Apple iTunes. I will read it on the air. Uh, this helped a lot with my Godzilla podcast. Uh, we do that over there, so just thought maybe it would help us grow over here, too, by doing that. Uh, if you don't have iTunes, you can rate us on Spotify. They have a rating system as well. Um, you can't leave a review, but go ahead and rate us, rate us five stars on Spotify, too, guys. But I'm going to let you get to the episode here. Thanks so much. Again, live show, live show, live show, whatever. Uh, two more. This episode, next episode, you won't ever have to hear me talk about the live show again. All right, guys. Talk to you later. Brought to you by Make Fun Network. Welcome to Lost Legends, Tales of Third, Season 3. This is Ben, the DM. Well, there are only three numbers. There's one, two, and many. My name is Theron. Did a- anyone else have like a weird rope fantasy? Kalanon, Magna, your squire is absolutely brutalizing coffee. This is not going to brighten up my day. I'm Big Boots. I'm your new best friend. Let the mayonnaise embrace you. I don't you. need your mayo aid. You know, the smell of shit and mayonnaise is going to just go right together. My name's Magna. Spumoni, spumoni. Who is a calling? On three, Dirty Water Boys. One, two, three. Dirty Water Boys! Dirty Water Boys! boys. Last time on Lost Legends Tales of Thern, the Dirty Water Boys regrouped at high command and met Lord Kerrigan Grey, leader of all the coalition forces against the Golden Empire. At the behest of Princess Eldora, our heroes were sent to the coastal fishing village of Fenwood to oversee the delivery of food to the troops. 
As the fish barrels are being loaded up onto the nasty but classy, an adolescent kraken surfaced the in the Fenwood Bay and attacked the fishermen. Combat ensued, and our heroes defeated the aquatic behemoth, saving the village. Our story continues as the Dirty Water Boys make their way back to shore. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back. Here we are. How we doing, guys? I'm all right. Doing Fabulous. great. Welcome all to right. 303. 303. Episode season three, episode three. Oh shit! Um, yeah, there television talk. <laughs> 303. If your Don't boyfriend's a vegetarian, I'm not fucking scared. How's that lyric yep. go? Yeah. Uh, if he says he's got beef, I'm a vegetarian, and I ain't fucking scared of him. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> I love that line. That's so good. All right. <laughs> um, really quick correction, Ben. We're on like Valkyrie's Hope. We're not on the Nasty but Classy. Or oh, whoops. What what are we on, Joe? We're on one of your ships. It was Valkyrie's Hope. I'm pretty was sure. It Valkyrie's it was Hope, or yeah, I think. Or no, we're on Thebris's Light. Yeah, Light of Thebris. Like, light of Thebris. We got to show off to the the Light Boys the Light Ship. That's right. Oh, yeah. I had that written down wrong. My light bad. of Thebris is the one we're on. I don't know where the Nasty but Classy is. The original one. We never found it. <laughs> Probably so, it's it's on a random dock somewhere with all There's the goblins a goblin still pirate. for you. The goblins yeah. took it and they became pirates. They're just straight up pirating. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, so we got our live show coming up, guys. We yeah. do. By the time yes. this comes out, we'll be like a week or two away. We excited? Very excited. Verily. Yeah. We're all gonna be on stage and the listeners will get to see us and be like, haha. Hopefully by we- the time you hear this, we don't have any tickets left but we probably do so get yours today in case we do yeah hit us up uh call the theater number or dm us we can venmo and paypal you get you on a will call also look out for scammers like the facebook page got like inundated with a shitload of bot scammers the other day trying to like oh i have tickets for sale like no you don't you can (laughs) only get your tickets tickets. from us you can only get your tickets from us or from the theater no one else no scalpers I mean, I'm more of a hat glass half full guy. I feel like that's how you know we've made it. Like, we officially have scalpers. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so what's new, guys? What What is new in the life of us? Well, I got some pretty big news. Yeah. Um, it'll be, you know, a few weeks old by the time this one comes out. But I, so I've been getting really into writing ever since the shutdown in 2020. And um, so I, I've entered a, maybe five, like four or five writing contests and done like pretty well, you know, like middling. Um, but I got news a week ago that a week ago as of this recording. So really like three weeks ago. Anyway, I got news that um, one of my short stories took first place and that it's going to get published. So I'll be officially a published author. Yo, let's Yay. go. Congrats, sir. Yeah, it was a funny story competition with Gemini Publishing. So, yeah, I'm pretty jazzed about it. It was a $100 cash prize. And it's, it's you know, slap that on the resume. Published author. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So I've just been riding that wave the last week. Like, I don't know. It's like you work and work and work at something with like middling success. And then it's like, you know, you finally get like a solid win. And it's like, ah, yes. Oh, yeah. Well deserved, sir. Anyone else? Sterling, what's going on in your life, bud? Um, Not a whole lot. Nothing outside the uh, the ordinary, you know. Just getting the grind on. Just getting that grind on. You know that. That was that was a tr- an attempt of coffee pun because you're drinking coffee. It's It's true. <laughs> um, but now I'm still doing the Twitch thing. It's, it's going moderately well. Um, and, uh, yeah, I had, a a nice, uh, charity stream 
uh, last week. Actually, last week today, and technically, because we're, we're recording on a Sunday, mm-hmm. um, we raised uh, $900 um, for the Asian American Drug Abuse Program um, for Mental Health Week. So the whole charity raised, I think, just just over about 10000 10200 So we uh, we contributed to that. Very nice. 10%. So, 10%. Good, con- good contribution. Yeah. So... Yeah, i um, very proud of the community for doing that. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, Congratulations. You know? Thank you. So if this is going to be coming out, I've got another charity coming out, uh, charity stream coming in July. It's late July. It's survivors.org. Um, I'll be doing that through soft giving. So keep an eye out for that. That one's going to be, uh, we've got a, we've got a budget. So <laughs> <laughs> we've got prizes. So like, that's, uh, that's good. Now that, um, I finished with uh, AADAP. I'm going to move towards uh, working with this one. Nice. Will that be on your stream or or that'll be on my stream? stream. That'll okay. be on my stream. Yeah. Both right. uh, both these were on my stream. So nice. Well, chaotic good mage at twitch.tv. Twitch.tv slash chaotic good mage. Yes. Yes. Alrighty, Joseph. How's Des Moines treating you, sir? Ah, uh, pretty good. Yeah, you become a big baseball fan recently. I've always liked baseball. You've I never, just, we've never talked about baseball because you never. That's because you I never don't thought, like baseball. <laughs> I never thought you were into baseball like ever, at all. So I never see. There's a lot of things that I like that I don't bring up with you because I'm like, I, I, I don't think, I don't think he's into that. So well, do you really know him? I think so. Um, I so Joey, did you play baseball at all? No, I played no. t-ball as a kid, but no. oh, okay. I played baseball in seventh grade, and we went zero and twenty. Oh, no. <laughs> we were <Nice>. awful. <laughs> I don't have the hand-eye coordination for baseball at all. Like I'll either a yeah. it's gonna go, mm-hmm. it's gonna foul off to, you know, God knows where, or I'm gonna hit nothing but air. Um, the one I had one really bad play. Um, I played left field, and a pop-up came right up to me. I ran up to go get it right underneath it. The ball hit my glove. I was so excited, I caught it out, and then it just popped right out. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to close. <laughs> oh, I was, we were so bad. I was probably the worst on the team, but collectively we were really bad. It could have been worse. The other team could have gotten an interception and then slam dunked it. Exactly. You, know, you all like, listen. You need to listen um, to your ABCs. Always be closing. Yes, exactly. <laughs> got to close that. Mid- your eyes. Yeah. You got to close your eyes. So I that way, can close my eyes while I try to catch hit in the eye. <laughs> I actually had one of those like quote unquote close your eyes moments um, when I was in uh, I think one of my younger uh, baseball leagues. Uh, I caught um, what would have been a grand slam over the fence. Uh, I actually hit the fence with my head, arm outstretched over the uh, over the fence, and one of the moms. Um, of the kids was there whose son hit it. It was like, yeah, he had his eyes closed. It's like, <laughs> still caught it. <laughs> I got it. Like, but no, I played, um, I played ball up until high school and then I've done softball since then. And I am the fastest at the, uh, at the park, which is like, I was very much a humble brag, but like if you knew the people, like you'd be like, "Well, bar's low on that one." Yeah, let's say <laughs> my uncle plays with Sterling, and that's it's not surprising that you're the fastest. Wait a second, I know the you... kinds of people. You know who, who my you... uncle is, Danny. Okay, oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I tried sports in seventh grade, or no, eighth grade. I tried football because my mom's side of the family is really into sports, and I'm, I, you know, I could like 
I enjoy being there, but I could take it or leave it. You know, I, I, the only thing I really remember from practice was this time where we had like this big pill shaped dummy that was maybe four feet tall and it was squishy and, you know, everyone gets in a circle and one guy holds it and the other guy tackles it. And then coach is right there to tell you, you know, like, Oh, do this, put your head down, get your shoulder into it, you know, like immediate feedback. And then the guy that tackled it becomes the one that holds it. And then someone else tackles it. And you kind of swap out that way. And so just to be funny, I ran up to it and then I stopped and I threw it up on my shoulder and started to walk away with it. <laughs> the coach was like, damn it, Headley, you got to hit it. Not make friends with it. You got <laughs> to picture your enemy's field. face for that tackling I'm taking fuel. you home. Was right. say, he made you run laps or do push-ups or something. I bet. Right. <laughs> we had to run laps, but like it was worth it. Everyone thought it was pretty funny. <laughs> you know? Let's get into it, guys. Episode, cool. we just killed a Kraken. Baby Kraken. A child yep. Kraken. Yep. Baby Kraken. Baby Kraken. Yeah, so uh, the ship that um, I believe it was Magna was on, um, that is starting to sink. And so you guys are able to, you know, um, get back to the shore, hop ship, um, eventually make it back to the dock. And there is just thunderous cheering and applause from the townsfolk probably about a thousand people have come out and uh, they're just shouting dirty water boys dirty water boys and they're just you know as you guys come down the dock towards the town i mean they, they pretty much like throw you guys up in the air and you like body surf as this crowd is just almost deafeningly cheering you guys' name for taking on the kraken and uh, saving the village uh, i'm just pumping my fist i deserve this i deserve this totally they say um so the uh, the villagers they they're gonna body surf you all the way up to town hall, and Monkey Peterson the the town leader is there, and he also is um, he's got like a turkey leg in one hand and he's got a scroll in the other hand, and he takes a big bite out of the turkey leg, and he says you what guys you just just a minute, and he says y'all have done such a good good job for this village, I tell you what. And he goes and sets down the turkey leg on the ground, unrolls the scroll, and signs each of your names on it, essentially making you guys like patron heroes of the city. Um, and he says, now, we're going to have the first of uh, yearly celebration on this day. We're coming up with a name. Kraken Day. Dirty Water Boy Day. Which yeah, home? yeah. I, you know, Dirty Water Boy Day of Dirty Water um, is already celebrated in some other town we saved, but hey, we can celebrate it here too, dude. Yeah, we'll make it a multi-city celebration type deal. Yep, yep, yep. And he uh, goes and picks up the, the turkey leg, dusts off the ants, and takes another bite. <laughs> so, at this point, they're going to start planning the festivities. There's a, a couple of bards in town that are going to be you know willing to play here. Essentially, they're going to open the doors of Town Hall, and it's just going to be like a, like a town celebration. People coming in and out of buildings, you know, let the beer flow, uh, the, the whole nine yards. So, some bards start playing music. There's a, a food line that opens up with Monkey Peterson himself. Uh, scooping food and, you know, helping to, you know, kind of give back to the city, volunteering his time. Um, and everywhere you guys go, people are patting you on the back, fist bumping you. Big Boots, you would see a group of kids, like a little wandering group of little vagabonds that see you and they immediately stop in their tracks and then they finger gun at you all simultaneously and then run off giggling. Uh, I pretend like I'm shot. I'm like, oh, oh, God, oh. And then, like, I, I get to a knee and then I finger gun them back. Yeah, they just eat that up. <laughs> uh let's see callie how how would you be spending this time i mean the whole town is uh in a ruckus because of you guys' actions they're just totally floored with you guys uh in the best way like local uh, celebrity status 
Absolutely. Um, I would just be spending it with as many people as I can because dealing with um, the horrors of, of the war uh, and the battlefront and just being near uh, that commander, I don't know, I just I, just time to be out and just time to be celebrating would be something that I would be graciously enjoying. Definitely. Kind of like a win in Rome type mm-hmm. of situation. Uh, Sterling, could I have you roll perception? Absolutely. Uh, ooh, that is, I believe, a 28. Let me go ahead yeah. and just double check here because I rolled an 18 and I believe my perception is in fact a 10. Yes. So like too shy from the highest DC in the game. Yeah, that's great. Uh, it's all right. <laughs> it's a, it's the wisdom stat. So for sure. Let's see when you're in one of the, uh, like the local taverns, as you look across the tavern, you would see a, uh, she'd be a tiefling female kind of making googly eyes at you. Even you, the, the bedroom eyes, you know, oh, she yeah, kind of gives yeah. you a look and then does, you know, beckons you with her finger. She's got like a, like a pint of ale down at one of these circular tables, you know, mm. Like a, like a bar stool table type. All right. Well, completely ignorant of the perceived motives. Um, Kalanon will just go over there and just stop over and say hi, because it's just, it's no different than any other um, person that he's hung out with. Right. It's totally oblivious. Like, <laughs> yeah, she, uh, as soon as you, you come over, you see her eyes perk up a little bit. And then she kind of straightens out her dress and kind of, uh, you know, whips her hair back and forth a little bit, make it look real nice around the horns and stuff. And as you sit, she uh, takes a deep breath as if to calm herself down. And she says, hello, Mr. I don't think we've had the pleasure of meeting, but I've, I've heard of you. Kalanon Brightcloak. Ah, that Kalanon. Kelly for short? Actually, yes, that's what my friends call me. She just smiles and says, I'll... What does it take to be one of those friends? I've never really set a, a minimum requirements for for my friends. Uh, a bar of expectations to hit. Uh, so, I frankly, I'm, I don't know. Just be your genuine self. Kind of, you see her blush a little bit when you say be your genuine self. And she looks around and whispers in your ear. But she's, she's uh, very interested in pursuing something you know she's got a decent little crush on you cool um all right uh, i would <clears throat> oh uh, I, believe me i'm 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 honored but uh i'm currently uh, partnered with somebody so i just i don't want to break that trust obviously their eyes get wide again she says oh i i'm sorry i i had no idea that you're already with somebody it's okay. It's not like um, there's any way to tell unless you have a, a history or um, at least knowledge of the, the first two seasons. Um, but <laughs> yeah, my Wi-Fi has been down. <laughs> um, ye old fantasy Spotify. <laughs> yeah. No, it's ye old sending stones. No, there you go. Here we go. Um, but. Uh, Tell me a little bit about yourself. No, that's it's perfectly fine. But what's your what's your story? How did you get to to be here? As well, I'm from out east, Um, pretty far out east, in fact. You see, I I saw that the coalition sent out a a mass message, kind of a a help wanted ad for any healers. See, there's so many, you know, 
so many lives being lost, so many injuries in the war, and they just don't have enough clerics to uh, keep up with it. And so she said, you know, my alternatives were, you know, begging for scraps out east or doing something more meaningful with my life and hopefully making a little money off of it. And she uh, she would go to, you know, reach into her pocket and she pulls out a holy symbol of uh, Thebris. Mm-hmm. And she says, yeah, I was, I was trained as a cleric until I was an adolescent, uh, a teenager, and then, you know, rebellious phase. And I still remember some of my old magic. I've just been looking to get back into it and do something good with it. I see. It just so happens that we are currently in midst of, uh, you said you were out east. Where, where out out east? Uh, she says, well, there's a, a small village in the mountains uh, near the coast. The the town's name is uh, Regintrude. Oh, Regintrude. So I will roll an inside check. Or, or, no, it's not inside. History? Yeah, let's go with history. Geography test? Uh, that would be a 10. 10? Yeah, so you've heard of Regintrude. Um, you know, it's kind of a small village, maybe a few thousand people. You know, kind of a, like a poor mountain settlement where they all just kind of rely on each other. Very self-sufficient, a lot of mining, um, but not enough so where it would be like a booming metropolis. And where is its alignment with the war? Sure, so it would be about 2,000 miles east of the Great Trench. So she's traveled quite a distance to get here. Which which nation would that be in? Would that be in Holbrook, Hatton? Uh, way, fur- way further east, yeah. Okay. One that you guys haven't, haven't encountered yet. Um, in fact, let me zoom in on the map real quick. That would be... Uh, right near the Sea of Souls, um, just south of the Sea of Souls, near the ruins of Barad Athan. Oh, near near Big Bootstopia, the, the great land of Big Bootstopia. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the closest major city would be the city of Formarest. We have not been to. Okay. Correct. Yeah, that's that's way far in the other part of the map. Well, I just so happened to uh, be part of a. Actually, what is this? Is uh, a moment of uh, dumb. What's my rank? Uh, am I just a vizier to the princess or? Uh, yeah, so you'd be, in terms of rank, you'd be like one of her advisors. Okay. So pretty high rank, you know, kind of like a vizier. Yeah. Uh, I like vizier over advisor. It's, it's the same position, however, that it's the title that just makes me feel better about myself. Totally. Um, the accent makes it sound cool. Yeah. Well, um, I happen to be... Uh, a vizier to uh, the princess, uh, who is my partner. If you're looking some good in the world, uh, we can uh, enlist you with uh, with our forces um, as we're trying to of a uh, schism's not the word uh, divide uh, between the royal family. Um, and there is a great calamity that's coming. And we're going to try and avoid that because we don't want uh, our world to be decimated. She uh, she smiles and says, "Wait, so is is this a is this a job interview?" Uh, it can be, actually. So, um, what are your credentials? You said it's been a while. So, what what necessary level have you reached as far as your powers are concerned? Totally. Yeah, she would know uh, cleric spells, third level or below, cleric of life. Oh, I see. So, you know, you got like your cure wounds. You've got, I believe, uh, uh, what was it? Um, Purify food and drink, food and water. 
Yeah, you with uh, a power set like that, you'd be perfect for more of our backline operations, healing and providing food and caring for those that are either injured or uh, waylaid by the horrors of war. So yeah, she uh, she says, I, I know I'm not supposed to be excited about this because all of this is just awful, but man, does it feel good to have something to something good to look forward to. And um, she would kind of tell you about how in Regentrude, you know, it was kind of an outcast. You know, she was born a tiefling. Neither of her parents were tieflings, which was kind of odd. She suspects there was some kind of like recessive gene that came back around. So, yeah, people treated her like an outcast. And so she, uh, you know, joined the church, joined the Church of Thebris, became a, a healer to try and get in people's good graces. And they still didn't accept her. So that was when she kind of rebelled from the church and has been missing it because the church gave her a sense of purpose. You know, mm-hmm. being a cleric gave her like, like she could like, despite what people think of her, she could do some good. And so, yeah, she's just thrilled with the prospect of getting back to that and connecting with people. And she says, hopefully, you know, this war has been a bit more metropolitan than where I'm from. So hopefully I'm not the only tiefling there. People don't look at me funny. What we're building, it's not the, it's not who you are on the outside. It's who you are on the inside and what you do with whatever got it. God has gifted you with. So if Thebris has gifted you uh, the power to give uh, life, um, it's what you do with that that matters the most. So you won't be judged by, of course, who your horns or, or your skin. It's just the lives that you that you save. So you look down and see that her hand is kind of holding yours. And uh, like she doesn't even realize it. And then she... Just kind of just like lost in your words, you know, really listening for a minute. And then she lets go and she's like, oh, oh, sorry. I just, I'll just put those in my pockets. He says, I don't have enough good men in my life. So I just, you, you keep doing that thing where you just, and then she blushes even more and kind of looks down. She says, if you could provide me some sort of written, I don't know, maybe like a letter to, to the princess or to Lord Kerrigan, you know, just to kind of give me some credibility. The way I don't show up on day one and say, oh, I met Kalanon and, you know, who am I? Kind of like a, like a reference letter is essentially yeah, what she's cool, asking for. Cool, cool, cool. Um, just, just an inside check. Sure. Um, let's go ahead and just say, uh, I haven't mentioned Kerrigan at all. Well, he would be... You oh, know, he'd, he'd now. be well known. Yeah, he's, uh, okay, he's the yeah. leader of the coalition forces. You know, he's like the Eisenhower of, of our side of the war. Right. Okay. All right. I purposely did not mention Kerrigan. Um, that would have been a 29. All right. Cool. Yeah. She uh, Just, has 29 insight. Yeah. Yeah. You can tell she's being completely honest. Yeah. Um, okay. She would even offer to give you a demonstration of her healing power, you know, oh, to show that she's yeah. not just blowing smoke. Um, no, I'm not gonna. First off, there would require people to be injured, um, which they shouldn't be at this point in time. She um, just shrugs and says, Well, I can always takes out a dagger and kind of rests it against her hand. Just always <laughs> do like a like a one point of damage little nip, mm-hmm. you know, and then heal it real quick. Okay, uh, I'm gonna take her dagger and I will do it in my left hand. Okay, no. Is your character? Right? I'm assuming you're right-handed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, so you get like a like a little cut, starts to drip a little bit. Um, she would come over, hover her hand over yours as white light. Uh, white light engulfs her hand, and then within about ten seconds, she pulls it away, and your hand is perfectly healed. Mm-hmm. And okay. she smiles. 
and says, um, uh, now it can only do that so many times a day. So, <laughs> of course, of course. Um, yeah, I was more interested in like um, the manner of magic which she used. So, white light's, uh, I believe, a good sign. Yeah, um, definitely a good sign. So, I will pull out a scroll and I will write a letter to the princess. Uh, effectively saying that I've met, um, and this is uh, completely on me. What's her name? Her name? Uh, it's uh, Belba Whitfoot. What a beautiful name. <laughs> yeah. Not going to lie, I half expected Ben to say, okay, make a constitution save the minute you like hit yourself <laughs> with the dagger. <laughs> it's poisoned. Oh, no. Assassin. Hey, hey, Magna. Magna. They yeah. Have, they have pierogies over here. Come check it out. Fuck is a pierogi. So yeah, so we'll write the letter, um, dear princess. um, I've met this uh, traveler. They are gifted with the life domain, great boon for the back end uh, of our operations or the the battlefront, the reserve, uh, tending to the wounded. Um, tending to the sick, tending to the hungry, tending to the to the ill, and to those who are dealing with the depravity of war. Excellent. Um, She's just kind of. You'd see her like eavesdropping a little bit as you're writing. I'll. I'm not hiding it, obviously. But all Heck right, yeah. and then I, I will uh, seal it, sign it, seal it with uh, the mock, and uh, hand it to her. Excellent. Yeah, she is just grinning ear to ear um, as she takes the letter, puts it in her you know, like inside coat pocket, you know, so it wouldn't get wet or, mm-hmm. or misplaced or anything. And she just pats you on the shoulder and says, you know, Kellanon, you're a you're a good fella. And he says, th- thank you so much. Of course. And she's still just like cheesing, you know, continues, tr- continues to try and make small talk and stuff. Okay. Yeah. You know? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, I, I will talk with her for as long as she wants. Excellent. So, so Magna, a pierogi, it's, it's, it's potato. It's like a potato dumpling. It's deep fried with, with potato and cheese in a little pocket of goodness. Here, try, try it. Magna, try it. Try it. Oh, it's hot! You gotta blow on, oh my god, Magna, blow on it. Oh, all right. Oh, god, we need water. You're gonna, everything's gonna taste like a rubber for a month. Oh my god. God damn it, Magna. Why didn't you want me? I... I said it was deep fried. It, it's gonna be hot. It's like what? 300 degrees. You Why would you give me something that is so hot? <sighs> All right. For now on, I'll I'll be your food taster. For now on, I'll blow on it for you. I'll I'll <laughs> take a little nibble and I'll give it to you. Let's see if it's hot. Okay. It's not necessary. Just let it cool down for a little bit. Well, if you're a fucking child and don't know when food's hot, and you eat it out of my hand like you're an ostrich, I had to keep my hand. Fl- <laughs> I had to keep my hand flat, or I'd lose a finger. Like Jesus. I was Magna. hungry. I was really hungry. <sighs> was it good? While you it still had the taste, was it good? I I lost my taste bud before that I could taste it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, Magna, you would feel a hand, um, rather a paw, slap you in the back, kind of playfully, come up Whoa, behind hey. you, Find me a and drink say, first. "Yar, first pierogi there." <laughs> Who are you? I be Captain Sago Gamwich, but you can call <laughs> me Sir. That was. <laughs> You can see this is a, a Harangon. So Wild Beyond the Witchlight introduced this new player race. Um, essentially, you can be like a four-foot rabbit person, like where you're, you know, like a rabbit. Or you can be like on two feet, kind of like the one from uh, Winnie the Pooh. He is on two feet, 
And he's got one of his ears, like his both of his rabbit ears stick straight up. One of them has been clipped, and then he's wearing an eye patch as well. And he's dressed in like leather armor. It's the coolest bunny I've ever heard of. Is <laughs> I I remember my first pierogi. Couldn't taste nothing for two months. Bobby, can I get some water? I, if you're gonna talk like this, I'm gonna cure light wounds on your ass. Like Jesus Christ, I can't handle this, Magnum. <laughs> I can't handle this. I cast cure light wounds on his l- wounds on his mouth. <laughs> oh, thanks. That that's feel, that feels so much better. Yeah. Now introduce yourself to the nice rabbit person. Hello, Mr. Nice Rabbit, sir. Uh, the name is Magna. I am a paladin. This is Bobby, my squire. Bobby, say hi. Hi. <laughs> you can tell Bobby's just kind of nervous. Like, you know, in his experience, pirates have kind of been bad guys, you know? So he's like, is this somebody we're going to trust? We were we were pirates for a year, Bobby. What the hell? He's, he's, yeah, good pirates. I don't know this Freedom guy. Freedom fighters. Freedom fighters, I think, is more appropriate since we weren't pillaging anything. No, season exactly. one. Season one. Deadna? Magna, what 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 brings you here, Mr. Rabbit, sir? Well, I come bringing a game from the West. A game? Indeed. What Have ye a minute? I be the gambling type. Have ye a minute, dirty water I... man and dirty water uh, gnome? Uh, no, dirty water man is fine. Um, I'm an adult. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm game. What, what, how much money you want to lose? Well... I hang, on, I, I don't, hang on, hang on. I don't play without a fool. Uh, Theron, get over here. Uh, thanks, you actually called me over. Well, I, you're, me. you're new Theron. New Theron Light, whatever you are. Get over here. It's not Theron. Wh- Bring us what's the... up? Where's I, Theron? Yeah, I need to play with a sucker. So, alright, what's this game? We got we got weird new Theron here. Hey, it'd be called Thirteens. Okay. Sounds unlucky. Only unlucky for the fool. Well, and he we got explains, one. We're good. Basically, it's a, a, a take on 21, but you try and get 13. So you start with Never 2d6, played. and then you can add, you know, every round you add dice, add, you know, 1d6 until you stay. If you go over 13, then you break and you lose your money that you put in. Yeah, think like like the game 21, but it's with dice and it's the number 13 you're okay. trying to get. Now, if you get five, they call it, there's a, an optional kind of a win condition called <clears throat> quince. If a person has quince, then they automatically win. Uh, which would trump somebody else having a thir- like a perfect 13. That's like the blackjack. Uh, okay. Yep. Quince would be having five dice in play and still having 13 or below. Uh, how much money are you putting in there, uh, Scallywag? Whatever your name was. As well, gold be scarce nowadays. So I think I'd be uh, only ponying up 10 gold pieces to start with. Only 10, huh? Yay. <laughs> well, I'm going to put 15 in because I'm an adult. I'll, uh, I'll match that 15. Magna? This is your next lesson, Bobby. Don't gamble. <laughs> I'll put one gold down. Oh my goodness. Just be grateful I'm this doing this. Nerd. Just, oh my god. Just be grateful that I'm actually participating in your tomfoolery. Alright. Want me to roll? Uh yeah, go ahead and roll. So roll two D six and keep it a secret. Ooh. Do I roll two? Yep, uh, all of you do. Anyone okay. that's put money in rolls 2d6. 2d6, okay. All right, and then keep your result a secret. All right, so at this point, the captain would say, hit. And he takes an extra dice, kind of behind his hand covering the dice he's already rolled. He's going to add that one to it. And then he kind of motions to the person on the left, which would be Theron. Aye, be you hitting and adding a dice, or do you stay? 
I'm uh, I'm, I'm gonna hit. Hey, and he hands you a dice or a die, rather. He says, "And okay. what be you? What are you gonna do there, no man?" Uh, the name's day. The, the name is Big Boots, uh, Admiral Big Boots, uh, the Stormbringer. You know, leader of giants, son of giants. You know, uniter of goblins, leader of the Dirty Water Boys. You know, commander of the Fourth Fleet. Are you gonna hit? Oh, uh, no, I'm staying. Does that be false advertising, Letty? Your boots don't look that big to me. <sighs> what what ship fire, are you captain boots. of? Hold what, your what, fire! Hold what, your fire! What, what ship are you captain Hold of? Hold your fire! Aye, <laughs> my ship, we call her the Deliverance. Oh, uh, well. Alright, you're gonna deliver me all your money here in a minute. Let's see, and then, so Big Boots stayed. Uh, Magna, hit or stay. Hit or stay uh, there, shiny I boy! Guess, I guess I'll hit. Okie doke. And then we're back to the captain. So the captain is going to say hit. And as soon as he rolls the dice, you see his ears start to droop a little bit. He's like, I blast the devils. I break. And he shows that he's rolled 14. <laughs> and he says, what about you there? Uh, Thern. Theron. I'll stay. I'll stay. Theron's going to stay. <laughs> Wonderful. And Big Boots, you stayed. Magna. Yeah. Uh, I, I break, because I, I rolled 14. <laughs> uh, Alright, so then we got uh, two people that stayed, so between Theron and Big Boots, what is your total? I got 10. I got 11. Three, three, nice. I rolled Check a 5 and a 6. So, Big Boots, uh, you put 15 in, and you're walking away with 41. So Hell a net gain yeah. of 26. Hey, uh, hey, Rabbit Boy, you want to go again? I'll take more of your money. I thought you'd never ask. Alright. He says, who else be in this time round? Magna, you gonna bet two gold pieces this time, you big spender? <laughs> no, I'm we'll just stick 30. with the one. We'll just stick with the one. What the fuck? Uh, I'm in for 55. I'm in for 66. 66 I'll match gold the, pieces? I'll match the 66. Jeez. He just, like, like his jaw drops. And he's like, uh, who be you now? Dirty water boys. What, do you come from some kind of rich family or something? No, I earned it all through piracy and war. Uh, I'm Admiral Big Boots, Commander of the Fourth Fleet, the Stormbringer, Son of Giants, Uniter of Goblins, and Leader of the Dirty Water Boys. Uh, I'm there and I, grew, I grew up in the woods. I don't need money. <laughs> uh, if you can't afford it, you can do your ship as a, as a bet. Yeah, I could use a new boat. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just lost one of mine. I'll, I, I wouldn't mind a nastier but classier, too. <laughs> Go ahead and roll persuasion. If you're serious about trying can to get I ship can I assist him? I'm seriously going to get this guy's ship. He can I, know can I assist him? Uh, yeah. Yeah, so Logan, so, roll it with advantage. So, uh, with with their, uh, Theron assisting. Magna's going to like lean back to Bobby and say, this is why you don't gamble. You lose more than you gain. Uh, 27 total. 27? He says, I, I think I could pony up my ship. However... <laughs> It is worth much more than 66 gold pieces, or 132 over the two of yous. Oh, you he says, gold what is we... scarce. Aye. Still a fastest ship in the waters. Uh, second fastest. Does it even fly? Does it? Is it an airship? Who needs flying when you can uh, s- sail? You got yeah. nothing! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, well, I can... Uh, hey, hey, what's Bobby doing right now, Magna? Uh, don't no, <laughs> no, no big boots. All right, uh, I'll, I'll put in this hat of disguise as well. All right, 
He's like, hey, how to disguise? I could use that when making me uh, exits from the constabulatory type. Um, I'll offer up the member of the Dirty Water Boys, this Tarek guy, whatever his name is. He's new Theron. He'll be your cabin boy. <laughs> Big boots, we don't bet people. Uh, people I like and respect? Yeah, sure. But I don't know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> Three episodes in, we're still running this joke. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, how about go. another another 100 on top of the one six or the 60 I get offered? They will say, while you say that, he's like sipping a pint of ale and he spits it out and says, deal, deal. I got you locked in on that one, laddie. All right. Deal. <laughs> like gold is nothing to me here. Like we have never spent it. Like I gave it to a dragon earlier for an egg. Like who fucking cares? He <laughs> says, you've, you've seen one of the dragons? I have killed more dragons than you've seen. I guarantee it. I have literally been in the last year killing dragons. He, uh, he says, well, I don't know about seen. How do you think my ear got clipped? I was running weapons to uh, some folks that could really use them. And all of a sudden, this dragon's bearing down on us. It was uh, an it, adult wait, wait, blue. It, wait, was it a dragon or a bear? It was, well, a dragon, of course. A Bears dragon can fly. bear down? Indeed. It was terrifying. Mm. He says, to my knowledge, bears can't fly, and they don't have wings, unless I've been away from the land too long. So, yeah, you lost your ear to a dragon. Sure, I, I've had men die to dragons. It's, it sucks, but, you know. Hey. I'm saying I'm cooler than you, Mr. Rabbit Man. Eh, if you, if you say so. All right, uh, I'm going to take this guy's ship. <laughs> we rolling? <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, so 2d6. Start off. All right. Not bad. Not great. All right, and then Captain will say, hit. I also that hit. That goes to Theron. Good deal. All right. Then Big Boots. I'm going to hit as well. And then Magna. I'm going to hit. All right. It's back to the captain. He says, hit. Hit. <laughs> I'm going to stay. I, I, I won. I'm going to stay as well. I'm, I'm going to hit gonna again. I, I won. I just have to let you guys know. I won. Doesn't matter what I roll. Well, someone could keep I, rolling five dice to get the. Yeah, I have already rolled four. I'm at seven. So oh. even if I roll a six, I'm at thirteen or below. Mm. That's fair enough. So yeah. I, I hit. Oh, no, I rolled the six. I got thirteen quints. Four one 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 six. Is I I I break anyway. With I a fifteen. 12. I have yep. thirteen on the dot with. Three I have die. thirteen on the dot with five dice. See, at this, the, the captain, he just uh, puts his hand in his head, uh, or his head in his hand, kind of fluffs his ear ba- ears back, and he's like, I, I suppose uh, suppose you get me my ship then, eh? I yep. uh, suppose I do. suppose you're in need of a really good captain that knows these waterways. <laughs> I was going to ask you a question. I can't, I, 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 I don't, I don't see... What what brings you over here? I can't imagine you'd come all the way over here just to play a game with us. With What's a his group name of people again? who have a reputation, I can't imagine you just want to play games with us. Well, you? to be honest, I'd be lying low. He says Sago Gamwich likes to live Sago? life on the edge. S O G G O. S A G O. A G O. Sago Gamwich. G A N or G A M. G A M. Like sandwich. Okay. Okay. Except Gam. Yeah. But Gamwich. <laughs> yes, Sago Gamwich likes to live life on the edge, but, uh, you know, yeah, and the way to 
the way to the top, you make many enemies. Can Not I everyone can be a... There's queen bees and wannabes. Can I roll insight on the whole him wanting to remain captain of the ship to see if he's trying to get out of it or see if he's actually being truthful and will like work for us? I think he wants a job. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking too, but I just want to make sure. <laughs> sure. Yeah, go ahead and roll insight. 17 on the die plus 6 is 23. 23? Uh, you get the feeling that he's panicking and saying whatever it takes to keep on his ship. And he's like, you know, if it worked for someone else, then so be it. It's still my ship, kind of. Okay. Yeah, I, th- I think we can come to some sort of arrangement. What's the name of the boat? The boat? The Deliverance. Yeah, we're, we're changing that. That's, that's yeah. the name. I think I think we're going to change that to uh, but it's Feisty But Nicely. Feisty But Nicely? Oh, lords. I'll take that. It's better <laughs> than like the Revenge or whatever the fuck you named it. It's a dumb name. <laughs> the, the Deliverance. <laughs> I thought Deliverance was all right. It's on the nose Certainly. for a pirate ship, dude. Like, ugh. Anyways, back to my question. I feisty but nicely. I guess I'll have to settle into that one. What was your question again, Big Boot? Or <laughs> Magna? Hi, Magna. What can you do for you? I was just asking, you know, did you really come all the way over here just to play a video play a, a game with us? Or what do you or is there oh. or is there something else you need from us? Oh no, I don't need anything from you, except for a little bit of gold. Just laying low. Figured this little fishing village would be a good place to rest up a little bit before I continue my my forays into piracy. You shouldn't gamble. Just tell me about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, guess what? You just got enlisted in the army, there, buddy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now you're gonna now you're gonna see some dragons. <laughs> As well, be it known that Sago Captain Sago Gamwich is a man of his word, and he goes and kind of stands up from the little like barrel that you guys were playing on, you know kneels and says, be it by my life or death. If that be serving your cause, then so be it. Alright, pledge sandwich. myself to your service. Magna. So, nope. To me. Wait, what? <laughs> you're wrong. You, you are not <laughs> Magna's you new that? ship captain. You are Theron's new ship captain. Hey, that'd be preferable to this little In monger. Lou, that puts you part this of little Big Boots Armada. <laughs> Mr. Five Foot Nothing Title you aren't even five foot, are you? You probably got five feet. Are, are you talking to me? Aye, who else I'd be talking to? Is this how you address your admiral? I'd be real careful. He's he's your boss's boss's boss. Yeah. Aye, for one to be admirable, they must be admirable. You catch me wind. <laughs> well, you can admire me all you want, but uh, all right. Uh, make sure your crew is loyal to, us, loyal to us, or we will like straight up destroy your ship and your crew with you on it. Um, you are welcome. You're part of the resistance. Uh, treat us well, we'll treat you well. Lights out are at 8 o'clock, no matter what. Um, story time is at 7.45. I tell one story every night. Be there, or if you're late, I don't start over, you miss the story. He has a very trigger-happy uh, goblin. How much score, gold so did I win? Cool. So that would be... Yeah, my 160. 132, 232. Yeah. I will have you know it was 166. <laughs> oh, 166, sorry. Oh, right. So you paid in 66, and you're getting more than that. Or one six. Well, there... Theron paid I paid 60. in 66, yeah. Uh, so that would be 177 net gain. All right. 177. Cool. Plus my hat back, plus a boat, plus a, yep. a new rabbit friend, underling right. person. What? I'll get me people excited for it. I'll hype it up a bit. Yeah, yeah. There's sound effects. There's a light show. It's really cool. Fog machine, you know. <laughs> so you just cast fog cloud. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So he would want to take, so eventually we'll say you guys kind of meet back up with Kalanon, um after having written, this is kind of happening simultaneously. 
uh, having written the reference for uh, Belba Whitfoot. So Captain Sago would want to show you his ship. He's heard about flying ships, but as of right now, his ship is only a sailing ship. He doesn't have any giant connections. So yeah, it's a, a whole crew of herring guns. There's rabbit people going around. Now the crew is a mix of two foot like bipedal herring guns and quadrupedal herring guns. Um, the quadrupedal ones oh. tend to work below decks because they can like kind of duck down and not hit their head on the uh, on the roof. You know. Wait, like, so by two foot you mean bipedal or do you mean they're two feet tall? Uh, they're smaller, but the ones below are on four feet, kind of hunched over, more rabbit like. Okay. Um, they're we the ones they tend boat. to run the cannons. We got a bunny boat. <laughs> bunny boat yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah. Uh, I would. I would allow like the, our giants. I think only two came with us uh, to like you know like hey this is they're part of our crew now. Um, give them the magic to you know don't tell them how to do it, but you know let them fly and stuff. You know I'm sure New Theron will be on that ship to captain it or whatever. I don't. These care. are the dirty water buns. <laughs> the dirty bunny boys. They get mad in church. They become the hot cross buns. <laughs> Keep an eye on them, or we might end up with more crew than we can handle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the as soon as the giants step on the top deck, all the herringons are going to stop and just stare. As Captain Sago says, I never, never thought I'd meet a giant. I'd heard that they were back from wherever they were from, but lordy, are they big. Oh, and they're in incognito mode right now. Like, they're bigger, dude. Even bigger than that? Yeah. Oh, yeah, they're smokes. like 25 feet tall or some shit. Sure, this one's not going to sink the boat. And he goes and kind of pokes him in the belly a little bit as the giant's like, hey, hey, rude, rude. Hey, swab the deck now. That's rude. I'd be swabbing the deck. Swab the deck. I'm your admiral. You're going to do what I say. Swab the deck. You don't make fun of my giants. Giants are bullshit giants. Big motherfucker. <laughs> All right. You want to you're going to you're going to polish the mast too. You're going to keep talking up. And yeah, yeah I'm gonna make it I'm gonna make it well known. If you make fun of a giant, you're going to get you're going to do labor, hard labor. Scrape yeah, barnacles, he, uh, that whole thing. He concedes eventually, you know. Remember, Bobby, look at him. This is what happens when you gamble. Never goes well. <laughs> he just, cons- you know, he consigns himself. To- he's like, I, I, <laughs> tis true. Tis true. <laughs> so uh, eventually, you know, sun goes down, the night falls. There, have been, there, There's so much fish inside the Fenwood Bay here that the uh, the fishermen, you know, as an extra thank you, for coalition forces and their support and for you guys' support. Uh, they're going to pull an all-nighter, essentially, in, in the fishing nets and try to double the amount of barrels that they'll provide. So they're going to try and cram 120 barrels of fish, so barrels of salted fish, onto your ship, rather than just 60. Yeah, we got the room. We got the second ship now. And the uh, the giants, yeah. with, with it, if you give them an hour, they can put the runes on it to uh, make it a flying ship. As night falls and, you know, there's like fishing ships kind of out lit by like torch and lamplight kind of out in the uh, in the bay hauling in the fish. You hear like the, you know, the whoosh as the uh, nets kind of throw the fish on the uh, on the ships and whatnot and start to sort them out and all that. Um, I need everybody to roll a D20. That is a seven. So seven for Magna. Thirteen. Excellent. Nine. Fifteen. Okie doke. So we'll say, Kelly, you're the first one to react. So sun is down, start, big, beautiful night. It's crescent moon. The stars are out. As you're kind of, you know, the whole town is starting to kind of fall asleep. There's people passed out in the street. People like, 
like chilling in the grass, people hanging in the sand, you would see a dark shape start to move up the dock, Kalanon. Big Boots, you'd be the next to notice it. Trying to be quick, I will cast a light to see if I can illuminate this dark shape. Heck yeah. Um, so the light illuminates right above it, and you can see it is a, uh, a humanoid person about six feet tall that is uh, in a dark kind of blue azure robe. Uh, the, the hood is pulled up, the sleeves are longer than the hands, and this person is completely clad, 100%, looks like a walking robe. Uh, Theron and Magna, you guys would notice next, uh, this person seems completely undaunted by the fact that they're not illuminated and uh, are uh, making their way up the dock uh, towards the village. Magna's going to have his sword out at the ready, just in case. And he's going to have a body as well, have his weapon out, ready. You can tell he's fight. like excited, anxious. You know, he pulls out his little warhammer and stuff and starts putting on his armor, like scrambling to put it on, you know, like he's like, oh, a fight. If things, go, if things go south, stay with me, Bobby. You got it, Dana. I cast Charm Person. <laughs> on the, uh, on the, on the robot, the robot figure. I got an 18 on the dice. That'll succeed. So uh, as soon as you go to do that, the, the figure, they, they walk up to you guys, pull the hood back. You can see this person is covered in blue scales. Uh, they look rather fish-like. Um, they're, they're on, on their head, kind of the, the formation of their head kind of comes up, so there's like spikes on top. Think like kind of Darth Maul-ish. You know, pull the hood back. They're kind of tall and broad-shouldered. Um, is he able to kind of better measure up? Could I have each of you guys grew in world nature? Uh, nature skill check. Uh, 11. Got a dirty 20. I'm guessing nice. a Janasi. I got a 22. I'm guessing a fish person. I'm, I'm guessing uh, a person. I got a six. <laughs> Squidward. Is that, is that a person or is it a, is it a tackling dummy? Uh, pretty sure it's a person. I'm just feeling a little blue today. <laughs> no, yeah. The uh, So Big Boots and Theron, you guys would recognize this as a triton. Kind of like a merfolk. A fish person. <laughs> a fish person, yeah. And uh, the fish person got like like bright blue eyes like husky blue eyes um, kind of looks at you both and says the uh, the salmon stairs on the other side of the mountain uh, they'll help you get up the the river so you can breed their butt he just kind of points at you and yeah can't you speak yeah. to animals I can sp- I can speak to small woodland critters like I'm Snow White. I can't talk to fish people. <laughs> <laughs> and so at this point, the fish person's gonna put both hands in the air, kind of like 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 watch my hands. I'm not doing anything fishy, pun intended. Okay. Um, reaching hey, Kev- down into the Kevin deep pockets of his robes. Kevin, Kevin, I pull out Kevin. It's like hello. Yes. Hey, welcome to season three, buddy. Hey. Hello. M- much sooner this time. <laughs> Wonderful. Yes. Uh, He's been filling in the old pockets, grabbing the stray acorn that happens to fall inside. Yep. Hell yeah. Uh, how's that? Uh, how's that? You're writing a book of poetry, right? Indeed. Yes. How's that coming along, Kevin? Well, I'm in the editing process. It is a little bit more daunting. You see, I've written uh, a whole book of uh, crap. And so if I can narrow it down to a half book of not crap, then uh, then we'll see what happens next. That That's half the editing process there, bud. I'm proud of you. Hey, uh, do you know what this fish person's saying? Fish person, what? Do you speak fish? Uh, 
Hola, pescado. Oh, it's nice to ver you. What are you haciendo in our uh, dock? Oh. Casa? Casa. Uh, it's casa. No, it's a kind of cheese. Oh, casa verde. Gotcha. <laughs> At this point, that's when the, the fish person looks down, kind of confused. Reaches into his pocket. He pulls out what looks like a, like a small jellyfish. <laughs> he has his own Kevin. <laughs> well, he uh, he's going to hold it out and hand it to Theron. Or attempt to hand it to Theron. Theron reluctantly takes it. So at this point, he motions for you to like put it over your mouth. Kinda okay. Like, like almost makes it like the same motion as like taking a bite out of an apple. Okay, I guess Theron takes takes a bite of it. Alright, so it pops right on your mouth and you can still breathe normally. It's um but at this point you'd hear Yes, how's that feel? It's, it's much much better, yes. <laughs> yeah, you guys all hear yeah, it's, that's that's a weird that's a weird sensation. It's got a hole up Theron! Help him! Let's get a new one. This isn't our first Theron. (laughs) (laughs) Theron 3.0 is a Warforged. (laughs) You just build a robot. Yeah. It's a Warforged piloted by a sentient chicken nugget, like a mech. (laughs) (laughs) Order of the spicy nugget. Anyway, yeah. Uh, Hello, what what can we help you with? Yes, my name is Tripe Blue Scale. I am an emissary. Of the uh, the Baron Finn von Deep Salmon. Ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, Finn von Deep Salmon of the underwater von Deep Salmons. Indeed, you you've heard of him. No. <laughs> there are some who call him the Deep King, but out of game. I'm not sure if that's copyright. We may have to strike that. Yes. <laughs> really, the Deep uh, Emperor, what? maybe. Yes. We are the the boys of the dirty water. What can we do? What for? What do you seek us? I, I act as an emissary of the Baron. Yes, I was sent to go summon somebody that uh, may know a little bit about what's happening up here. Yes, you see, we we try not to we try to have as little contact with your kind as possible. No offense, but desperate times call for desperate measures. Have you been keeping up with whatever's going on up here? Uh, you could say that. Very well. You will be a suitable uh, ambassador. He says, come. And he reaches into his pocket again and grabs another jellyfish. I am assumed to assume that these are your uh, compatriots, servants, food? These are my friends, oh, yes. Your friends, yes. Yeah, so just have them put this on and that way you can come down to our level. Uh, if I understand, you're not able to breathe underwater like the civilized ones. Uh, that's that's correct. Theron walks up to Kalanon with one of the jellyfish and goes. Magna Magna looks at uh, Big Boots like, "What's going on?" Theron, I can't understand anything. What? Okay, sounds like you're underwater. So I think I know the fix for this is because I got a really nice roll previously. I'm just gonna uh, smack it on his face. Just, <laughs> just get into water, and I assume I'll understand you. I smack it on his face anyway. <laughs> totally. And at this point, you'd hear, hmm, yes, slightly more civilized. How wonderful. The shiny one, yes. It's got Kalanon too! 
I take, I take one toward Big Boots and like kind of like creep forward, like uh, I'm gonna like pounce on him. And I'm gonna acrobatically dodge. I don't trust this. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm gonna pounce on him. I'm gonna try and slap it on his face. All right, so that'll be Theron's athletics versus Big Boots' acrobatics. Not Theron has turned on us. Bobby, go after him. Strike him down. Oh god, not <laughs> athletics. Anything but athletics. Oh fuck yeah. It's an eleven. I got a natural 20, totaling 23. You are now going to be jellyfished on the face. So. Oh. <laughs> as far as visually what this looks like, Big so boots, it's okay. Like, <laughs> it's like, it looks like you're, you have a water balloon in your mouth with like jellyfish tendrils kind of hanging down like a, like a long mustache. Davy Jones. <laughs> ah, I'm allergic yeah. to calamari. What's going on? Ah. <laughs> Do you have a what? So I can understand what they're saying. Yep. Uh, do you have a small one for Kevin so he doesn't drown? I believe we have just the trick. He goes and pulls out a baby one. Probably like the body oh. is the size of a gumball. Okay. It's <laughs> open I, wide. Kevin's like, oh, dude, get that thing away from me! I don't like to look at that. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. So does that mean they can understand Kevin finally? Yes. Yeah. So you guys would all be able to understand Kevin. Kind of a common, like speaking Aquan. Hello, Kevin. It's nice to finally meet you. Hurry, balls. You can know me. <laughs> Who are you? You've just been going well over with the big guy over here. Well, big boots over here. I am Theron of of the woods. Like you. But you're not a squirrel or a gopher. You said you're from the woods. Only Kinda. other people I know like you are from cities. Magna, is, Magna and Bobby are slowly backpedaling away from the whole situation. Is oi, get him! <laughs> Run, Bobby! <laughs> Smoke bomb! Oh shit! Yeah, Magda, you would hear the, you know, the the emissary be like as he goes and grab. He has one in each hand, one smaller for Bobby, and then one for you. No, you. He's like, as he points at his mouth and does like the talking parrot hand. Can I pull it out and then speak common to him and then put it back in? Yeah. Okay. I pull it out. Uh, Magnet's a translator. We can, so we can understand him. Also, you can hear Kevin for the first time. Who's Kevin? My pet mole has been in my pocket since like episode (laughs) 17. (laughs) You have a pet mole? You've seen me talk to him. He saved us from a dungeon or some shit. Oh, just put the goddamn jellyfish in your mouth. It helps you translate. I put it back in my mouth. Yeah, Logan, as soon as Big Boots says it'll let you speak to Kevin, Bobby, is he's like, whoa. And he grabs it and pops it on his mouth like lightning fast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, Magna puts it on reluctantly. Excellent. Yeah. And this is, uh, yeah, essentially a translator for above worlders to A, be um, able to speak Aquan, and then B, be able to breathe underwater. I feel violated. <laughs> I'll say it tickles a little bit. <laughs> Heck yeah. Well, with that, the uh, emissary would introduce himself. He says, Yes, my name is Tripe Blue Scale. I'm a, a, a messenger for the uh, the Baron. And yes, I request that, uh, I humbly request that you join us in our Aquan kingdom, our Triton kingdom, uh, the city of Typhari, uh, for, for an audience with the Baron. Absolutely. Uh, this is a, a strange way to request uh, a presence, but... For being honest, everything about you upworlders is strange. Where do you keep your scales? That's rude. You don't ask about that. <laughs> All you have is this, this spongy sort of... He goes and like pokes Bobby a little bit in the shoulder. So what even is this? How is this supposed to glance off water? Magnus swats his hand. Ooh. 
It appears I'm the rib one. Much apologies. Sincerest. Yes. At this point, he's going to turn on his heel and say, Yes, follow me. I shall show you how to get there. The capital city of Typhary. How far from is it from here? I'm not a great swimmer. Uh, it, he says it goes pretty quickly. You know, it, it took him maybe a couple of hours to get up here. Uh, I'm going to take the jellyfish out of my mouth. Uh, tell the giants that they're... Oh, uh, what's the what's the cabin goblin's name? Uh, Gurgle Scab? Gurgle Scab. Or Gurgle, uh, Gurgle Spit? Gurgle Scab? He'll answer to anything, honestly. Hey, Gurgles, Gurgle Scab? Um, hey, yes. buddy. Hey. Hey. I missed you. I missed you, too. And he Thank caresses you. your face with the back of his... I, I caress his face also. <laughs> um, hey, buddy, we're going to go underwater for a while. Um, keep the ship here. There's the, the the new boat of bunnies are, are part of us now. Um, don't let yes. them leave. I saw it. They look delicious. Thank yeah, you, I, sir. I know. Don't eat them yet. Um, if they dis, if they if they try to leave, eat them. Also, I'm talking to to, to Yoro, um, one of the giants. Like, hey, uh, we're gonna go underwater for a while. Just make sure nothing blows up, please. So, what about their legs? They don't need those. No, they they do. Just if they if they disregard a direct order from Yoro, then you can blow them up. Okay. It's Yaro. You got it. So yeah, I just tell Yaro to like you know make sure nothing blows up, and if they try to leave, blow them up. You know. He nods and. You know, folds his arms across his chest, looks down scathingly at the goblin. The goblin's like, how many uh, how many years would it take to be able to eat one of those guys on the DL? How many years? <laughs> With a years. Y? He, like, takes five years out of his pockets. Oh, uh, we'll discuss that later. You make sure they're okay until I get back, then we'll discuss this later, okay? Oh, they'll be okay. Hey, they'll be hey, better than okay. Hey. <laughs> Gurgle scab, gurgle scab, <laughs> gurgle scab, no. All right, tell me about how you lost your eye patch, or your eye, when I get back, okay? And, and that'll be story time. You get to do story time tonight, okay? Just, oh, you yes. Gotta, all right, remember I've been promising you to do story time. You get to do it tonight, just you gotta make sure everyone's safe, okay? It's a harrowing tale involving a toothpick <clears throat> and a little bit of grease on the floor. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> And then I put my put the jellyfish back in my mouth, and I'm I'm ready to go. Excellent. Yeah. So uh, Ambassador Blue Scale is going to lead you guys off the edge of the docks. Essentially, he stands right at the edge, and just kind of like like belly flops in, and you see him start to take off underwater. Uh, I jump on Megan's back. Like I'm not a good swimmer. Carry me. You think I'm gonna be? I have armor. I'm gonna drop like an anchor. It's down there somewhere, so I think we'll be okay. <laughs> we'll walk if we have to. We're just gonna crash into the floor of the ocean. <laughs> All right. Heck All right, yeah. Bobby, stay close. Well, as soon as you guys make it into the water, you can see that this jellyfish thing is a little bit bioluminescent. So it's not, I mean, it's dark out and it's underwater, but it's not pitch black. It's kind of like it's a, a dim light. Yeah, it's like a dim light for like 30 feet out. Yeah. Uh, so it takes about two and a half, three hours to make it to the uh, the city of Typhary. Along the way, you'd see like schools of fish. You'd see a couple of sharks that, you know, it's like they sniff a little bit and then they pay you no mind and swim off. Um, kind of like this thing is probably masking your scent a little bit, too, to the creatures of the underwater deep. Um, there'd be a couple of times where you see like these massive shadows just kind of moving. Like one of them you'd be able to identify as like the shadow of a dragon turtle just like scooting along by off in the darkness. At which point, Tripe would uh, kind of like look back at you guys leading the way swimming and be like, yes, there's a big one. I haven't seen one of those in ages. Yeah, that's big, bro. Um, will it eat us? Oh, no, no. You see this. Uh, and he points at your ma- at the, his mouth. He says this thing. 
uh, allows you to sort of blend in down here. So nothing will pay you a second mind. Or it shouldn't, at least, unless you make a scene. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> no, no pressure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys swim down and down and down, eventually encountering, like, the wreck of an old ship. You'd see, like, a small chest busted open with maybe, like, 75 gold pieces inside. We'll round it up to an even 80, actually. An 80 gold pieces inside. If you guys want to take a minute, it says, yes, I know how you above-worlders like your shiny rocks. Yeah, I'm, I'm taking at least my share if no one else wants it. I'm taking yeah. all of it. <laughs> yep, same. Was that 20 each? 20 each, yep. I have I lost so. and gained so money. much money this episode. <laughs> I have over-doubled my money now. <laughs> and a ship. And a boat. And some bunnies. And some yep. bunnies. He's gained, he's gained money. I got new friends. Employees. Welcome to Theron LLC. <laughs> Heck yeah. Well, eventually you guys can make it to a large trench, kind of like Marianas Trench level um, down at the bottom of the ocean. As you kind of go over the crest of the cliff, you'd see that carved into the side of the cliff is this massive underwater city. Uh, it looks like it's made out of equal parts coral and stone. Uh, you'd see a whole bunch more of these like bioluminescent lights, giving the whole place an air of dim light uh, in the dark, deep blue sea here. You'd see thousands of fish people, Tritons and Kuotoa, which are like reverse mermaids, like fish on top, feet on bottom. <laughs> fish on top. <laughs> uh, yeah, you'd see like schools of them kind of going around. Uh, like they got a little society down here. You'd estimate maybe five or six thousand fish people in total. Uh, equal parts Triton and Kuotoa. Hey, what's, um, the, what's the city's name there? Uh, blue, blue Bumbles? Blue Scale Boy? Uh, Typhary. Yes, Typhary. city of Typhary. Okay. Hmm. Do you know war down here? Well, yes, from time to time, different uh, undersea beasts. But yes, much of our wars are against the beasts, uh, beasts of the sea, uh, as they try and assault our cities and settlements. And, you know, they uh, we tend to fight them off fairly well. We have a good, uh, we don't have quite the manufacturing that you do up above, but our coral armor and coral weaponry is uh, second to none in our domain. Yes, and this uh, fissure seems to help a bit. There's a, a good amount of heat that comes up, and so we've been able to make some rudimentary smelting based off of, uh, you know, uh, sunken books and pictures and that kind of thing, kind of piecing together your uh, industrialization from the top world, trying to learn something from the other side, as it were. Okay, and you're taking us to your king, your leader, your yes. general? Yes, Baron Finn von Diepsamen. A lot of fins in this in this whole thing, huh? They are fish. Yeah, fair enough. Oh, those Ruby Finn. You know, just a weird name, Finn. Joseph Finn. <laughs> yes, Finn with I, one N, like yeah. a flipper. Well, I think they're just Finnish, right? That's yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> right up to the finish line. Yeah. So, uh, so you guys are able to swim down uh, through the city with tripe blue scale. Uh, with the, uh, the the jellyfish on your mouth, you'd be able to understand their aquan, um, as a lot of these people are whispering and murmuring, you know, dropping everything they're doing to watch you guys approach through the city streets, whispering and murmuring about bad tidings off, you know, above worlders, who are they, you know, a lot of kind of negativity. Uh, so you guys approach the, uh, the, you know, it'd be kind of deep carved into the side of the cliff here. You, you'd uh, approach what looks like a grand staircase carved out of marble. Um, as you guys go up the staircase, two large doors with uh, the, the big kind of, I'm at an impasse again. These doors have got big knockers. 
It's bang, bang, bang. And the guards open it up for you. And inside you'd see a large coral throne uh, ribbed in, or rimmed in gold and silver. And there's a large Kuotoa. Looks like he's, you know, maybe six feet tall. Pretty built, kind of, uh, he's built like Jack Black. Where it's like, he can lift stuff, but he's also got some meat on his bones, you know? He's built like uh, me. Yeah. But yeah, he is sitting there kind of leaning back in his throne. He's got his eyes closed and you hear. And as soon as the door knocks and you guys open, he's like. Who has disturbed my slumber? And as you guys come into the light, his eyes widen. He stands up from his throne, walks down the coral steps and bows very deeply. First at the base of the throne, second halfway through the chamber and third right in front of you. And says, welcome to my underground city, my kingdom. And he says, I believe Tripe should have told you a little bit about our conundrum, our situation that we wish to resolve. And Tripe just kind of like shrugs and he's like, oh, never came up. And he says, come, I have something to show you. Something that is puzzling my greatest mages. 